0: this is 105.9 the region and you're listening to discovery the radio show for podcasters your content unfiltered this is discovery this is mental health moments the podcast dedicated to breaking down barriers and sharing your stories brought to you by 105.9 the region hey there and welcome to another episode of mental health moments hosted by yours truly phil mccabe and brought to you by 105.9 the region as always, I wanted to remind you that if uh, if you're interested in catching more of this program or any of the other wonderful podcasts on Discovery, all you have to do is head over to your major uh, podcast platform, whichever one you prefer to use, Apple, Google, Spotify, Audible, whatever you get your podcasts on, all you have to do is search Discovery, the radio show for podcasters, and you will find the likes of Millennial Balance, the new music podcast, and of course, Mental Health Moments. It's true. Check it out. Now, understanding that I'm no expert, but rather an advocate longing to understand why and how things work the way that they do within the human mind, I've decided to take another deep dive into mental health struggles. Again, I use the word struggles instead of mental illness because I I don't like relating mental health concerns and what people deal with with an illness. Like there is something wrong with them in the way that when you're sick to your stomach and so on and so forth. I just don't like using the word illness. But anyway, This week, we are talking about depression. What is depression? Well, people much smarter than me define it as a mood disorder that is marked by varying degrees of sadness, despair, and loneliness, and that is typically accompanied by inactivity, guilt, loss of concentration, social withdrawal, and sleep disturbances, and sometimes suicidal tendencies. That is how the folks at Merriam Webster define depression. But what does it feel like? That is a question that I posted on my social media feed back in March. I asked out of curiosity to find out if what I felt was the same as those around me, and the responses were open, they were real, and they were reassuring in the sense that I was not alone in what I was feeling. Full disclosure, I got about 20 responses, and as much as I'd love to dive into each and every one of them and really dig into what people were saying, I just don't have the time for that, and the the clock is ticking, so instead I'll give you some of the most interesting descriptions and interpretations. A dear friend of mine, Ryan Mills out of Toronto, described depression as just an overall feeling of sadness for no real reason whatsoever. I feel heavy and tired all the time. As I said to him then, and I say to you now that I struggle to articulate the feelings within myself, but for me, that was pretty close. I don't feel sad per se, but rather a lack of joy. Like, the games I know I love aren't cutting it anymore. Like, the shows I'm really into just are boring. And similar to Mr. Mills, that feeling is unshakable. Like, I, nothing is going to feel okay. Eventually, it does pass, but I certainly get where where Ryan is coming from. Moving right along, both Mike Jaycock and Mental Health Moments alumni James Bowler used similar language. Uh, they both described a lack of interest with saying in anyone or anything. Mike, meanwhile, went on to say that he feels a listlessness, which is a word that I had to Google. It means lack of energy or spirit, if you were wondering. Moving to another comment, Mr. and Mrs. Claus, no relation to Santa. Uh, they share a Facebook account, so I'm not 100% sure who posted on, uh, on my post there. But regardless, Mr. and Mrs. Claus describe a feeling of total defeat, like life has been sucked out of you, which is what I, something that I want to focus on a little bit right now. How powerful is the human mind that depression can impact someone so heavily that the logic part of their brain is telling them, there's nothing wrong, it's fine, but that dark cloud still rolls around in there, wreaking havoc? We'll come back to some personal descriptions of depression, but I wanted to pivot a little bit and talk about depression and mental health struggles of celebrities, two men in particular who took their own lives. In spite of being so much joy to society, uh, these men succumbed to their struggles. the first of which is the lead singer of Linkin Park, Chester Bennington. If you're in my age demographic and had an angsty teen phase, you likely played their music. Linkin Park is easily one of my favorite bands of all time. But that's not the point here. My point is that through my lowest points in life, through the thoughts of no one is going to miss me if I'm gone, through the hardest points in my life, I turned to Linkin Park's music. It was cathartic for me to, to hear the these words the these phrases these lyrics and be able to to it, just focus on that instead of my own drama and you know the reality is i i suspect that i'm not the only one that uh, that turned to their music for those reasons but the older i got the more i questioned if this music that i was hearing that the lyrics coming from chester was a cry for help or if it was cathartic for him to vocalize his own struggles within his art just listen to a snippet of two of Lincoln Park's songs. The first is numb. I
1: become so numb, I can't feel you I become so tired. So much more I become
0: me. And the second is the aptly named Heavy. Why is everything so
2: heavy? How little
1: so much more than I can carry. I keep dragging around.
0: Now, for added clarity, the first clip I played was from a song that released in 2003. The second was from 2017. That's the same year that Chester took his own life. I wonder if we were all so focused internally while listening to the music of Linkin Park that we never stopped to think about if these words were in fact a cry for help. It's entirely possible that I'm overcomplicating it and, you know, a lot of people felt that way and people did reach out, but I, I just don't know. The next person that I want to talk about is Robin Williams, a man widely regarded as one of the funniest humans to ever exist. He also took his own life. Now, to be clear, I'm not trying to upset anyone or bring the mood down, but rather speak candidly about depression and the power it can have on even the brightest of all of us. You had an incredibly talented musician that brought joy and entertainment to millions and millions of people, as well as Robin Williams, who brought joy and life and laughter to every role that he portrayed on screen and even in his stand-up tours you know looking at robin any of the footage i've seen he is the happy fun happy-go-lucky goofball that we all fell in love with whether that was him in drag as mrs doubtfire Hello!
2: Ah! oh i'm sorry to frighten you dear i must look like a yeti in this getup.
0: Or genie in Aladdin. All part and parcel the whole genie gig. Phenomenal cosmic powers. He brought us so much joy, and still couldn't shake the ever-present drag that is depression. Life is hard. Depression makes it harder. But Chester and Robin's fate doesn't have to be yours or anyone else's. This is why I wanted to bring them up, because they provided relief for millions and millions of people whether they meant to or not, that's what happened. And I think that we as a society can and should work tirelessly to care for one another. No one should suffer alone. Now I can't speak for others, but I will speak for myself and I will gladly, without hesitation, sit on the phone for hours. If it means that you are not alone physically or mentally, all that to say that if you are in need, please reach out. You may feel listlessness. You may feel like nothing matters. Whatever you are feeling, you are not alone, and it is okay to reach out to those around you. That's the point I'm trying to get across right now. Which actually brings us pretty well into a a convenient segue to our next topic, coping skills. According to TherapistAid.com, there are a number of things that individuals can do to potentially, quote, break the cycle. What this website suggests is exercise, socialize, act on responsibilities, do one of your hobbies, and or take up personal care. Exercise is pretty self-explanatory, but let's take a quick look at the other things they suggest. By socialize, I believe that they mean to call, text, email, basically reach out to friends and family, organize a group dinner, really anything that gets you interacting with others, even if the depression is still there, at least you're, you're, you're attempting to connect with another person and And really not being alone in those dark moments. Act on your responsibilities is an interesting one. As we've heard a couple times, depression will drag you down. So I believe that the idea that they are trying to get across is that forcing yourself to do things like the dishes, laundry, uh, vacuuming, whatever responsibilities you might have is a way to kind of keep yourself going and essentially, to my interpretation, fake it till you make it kind of deal. And... You know, push through the, the dark parts and perhaps maybe your brain will be like, OK, maybe I can stay out of bed. Maybe I don't have to, to lay around all day and, and just suffer with this. Now, personal care is one that I need to dress, address when I'm battling depression. For me, it's what's the point of showering? But, you know, thinking about it logically, it makes the same amount of sense of re, of taking up your responsibilities and doing the things you need to do throughout the day. Perhaps it is just a matter of faking until you make it and work through whatever's ailing you by by kind of forcing yourself to to push past it and get things done. Pulling from the advice of therapistaid.com, whatever you choose to do, there's nothing wrong with taking breaks. So if you're choosing exercise, by all means, take it one step at a time. And that applies to socializing, that applies to acting on your responsibilities, personal care. Whatever it is you're choosing to do, I think it's important to know that there is no shame in taking it step by step. Uh, to use the gross analogy that my father has ingrained in me over the years, take life like eating an elephant. Metaphorically, of course. Metaphorically, of course. But you take it one bite at a time, and eventually you will get to the end. So the the same goes for these coping skills. Take it one step at a time. You know, if it's just walking around the house to get your exercise, that's cool. If the, the next day, the next week, you want to walk around the block, that's great. Whatever it is, just take it one step at a time in whatever you're most comfortable with. Now, earlier in the show, I was going over how you all describe depression, and I'd like to add a few more and close with some positivity. Louise, a lovely human being that I worked with uh, when I was living up in Halliburton, described depression as a black pit that is continually sucking you down. I've never felt depression to that extent, but that's not to say that that's incorrect. Who am I to tell anyone how they are feeling? I I think that that's how a lot of people would describe it, that they it is an ever-present darkness that kind of keeps pulling you down, as dramatic as that sounds. Uh, Melissa tells me that she feels as though depression is a medical term. It really reflects an umbrella collection of feelings like anguish, sadness, hopelessness, grief. There is so much depth to it. And you know what? She's 100% correct. As we've all learned throughout this episode, no one feeling or quote symptom is depression. It could feel different in individuals, but it's important to know that even if you're feeling something different, you're not alone in that. Someone else might feel that way. And even if they don't, there are people that deal with depression and feel depression in different ways. I think it's important Again, to emphasize that you are not alone in that, even if it feels like you're the only person feeling that way. Now, I want to leave you with some positivity. It's not really mental health related, but still awesome. This comes to us from the Good News Network. It's a great little website. A woman in Georgia was saved by some high school football players. According to the article, this woman was in a car wreck and was seriously injured when six young athletes used their combined strength to pry open the door, allowing rescuers to pull the woman from the car. Apparently, they went on to head off to class after they checked on the other driver as if it was nothing. But, uh, but these young men are certainly heroes. Like I continue to say, there is positivity to be found in even the worst moments, and this is just like that. That woman and her family almost had the worst day of their lives. Instead, these six young men literally saved her life, turning it into a very positive, uplifting scenario out of something pretty drastic and pretty upsetting and potentially negative. That's about all the time I have for you, but until next time, you are loved. If you or someone you love is struggling with mental health concerns, contact a local agency near you. This has been Mental Health Moments, brought to you by 105.9 The Region. Do you have an idea or a podcast to share? Send it to us here at Discovery, the radio show for podcasters on 105.9 The Region.
3: You're listening to New Music on The Region, an interview-based podcast that showcases new music and provides industry insight. I'm your host, Christina Lavecchia, Music Director at 105.9 The Region. One of our favorite things to do at The Region is introduce you, the listeners, to up-and-coming music artists. This episode, I am sharing new music from Rosalyn, Simone Miller, Alec Benjamin, and Victoria Anthony. That was a clip of Snap by Armenian singer-songwriter Rosa Rosalyn. Earlier this year, the 22-year-old represented Armenia in the Eurovision Song Contest in Turin, Italy. Since then, Snap has gone viral on TikTok and has received over 100 million streams worldwide, 4 million streamed in Canada alone. Not long after her performance in Turin, Columbia Records signed Rosa Rosalyn. On Instagram, she wrote, Never in my wildest dreams did I think I'd be able to say this, but I am officially a signed artist. A label that is home to so many of my idols. My life has changed quicker than I could have ever imagined. Here's your first listen to Snap by Rosa Lynn on 1059 The Region.
4: As for AM, I can't turn my head off. Wishing these memories will fade and never do. Turns out people like
3: You're listening to new music on the region podcast we chatted with canadian singer songwriter and actor simone miller about her new single older the toronto-based artist shared her process of creating and writing the song
5: i wrote it the night of my 15th birthday <laughs> it's really helpful for me to just really take a minute and articulate what i'm feeling and put it down onto paper so it's like a tangible thing that i can hold and figure out So I think that was kind of the thought process when writing older. Hopefully, you know, I'm able to kind of reach as many people as I can with my music, uh, just to really connect with people, because that's ultimately what I want to do with my music, is to be able to connect with people and be able to express these emotions that are kind of odd and some people feel like they can't really relate to other people about. Because I feel like I write about very specific emotions (laughs) that are kind of hard to articulate, which is why I do it through music. So, yeah, hopefully just being able to relate to as many people as possible.
3: For the full interview, check out our YouTube channel, 105.9 The Region. This is Older by Simone Miller.
5: 11 minutes to 12, I put my ears on a shelf. 2013 is such a... We stuck in teenage tech cast acrylics weighing me down ways I try to be found control my depth 归
0: on 1059 the region
1: the devil only break your heart again. It isn't worth it, darling. He's never gonna
3: change You're listening to new music on the region podcast. That was a clip of double Dozen Bargain by American singer-songwriter Alec Benjamin. The track is from his new album Uncommentary. Want to catch Alec in concert? You're in luck He'll be in Toronto on September 28th performing at history i was on his twitter page earlier today and apparently the tickets in toronto are going fast so for the most updated information on the tickets and the tour you can check out his website at alexbenjamin.com. here's your first listen to devil doesn't bargain on 1059 the region the devil doesn't Bargain. it's
1: useless don't do this it's you to try he's ruthless you knew this I told you did not he's abusive elusive the truth is he lies I know you don't want to let go and just like before I can see that you're sure you can change him but I know you won't the devil Again. I don't mean to meddle, but the devil doesn't settle. Never gonna change, i will never be Prince Charming, he'll only do you harm again, I don't mean to meddle, but the devil doesn't settle, know.
3: to new music on the region podcast. This next artist's music career kicked off when she got the chance to sing to Pink at a concert in Vancouver when she was 12 years old. Five years later, the 17-year-old has released a new single called Stupid Kid, We spoke with the singer-songwriter about the track. For now, I'm just really focusing on one step at a time and, you know, writing music that really is truthful and honest. And that's where I've been going more recently with my newest music, especially with my newest song, Stupid Kid. It's just about performing and how the highs and lows can be really difficult to deal with when you're young. And so I hope that uh, other people can relate to that, whether it's about performing and being on stage or whether it's about just, you know, surviving in school on a day-to-day basis. For the full interview, check out our YouTube channel, 105.9 The Region. If you're an up-and-coming music artist and would like to make a submission, send it to music at 1059theregion.com. To close out this episode of New Music on the Region, this is Stupid Kid by Victoria Anthony. I get why people get high and mess up mind to forget Too
2: tired to worry about time and all that I might regret If I got to do this each night, I think that I'd understand. Now I get why people get high and just want to do it again. Crying in the car at home. Blink my eyes and lose control. Stupid kid, I should have known.
0: Discovery, the radio show for podcasters, exclusive to 105.9 The Region. Expand your audience and extend your reach. Send us your podcast, info at 1059theregion.com.